3: Come on, tell you me really y'all. Think that, do you really think that the world gives a damn about you? Hell yeah. no it don't. Get told people. Who you gonna turn to? Go Who you gonna turn to? Gonna turn me to me. Listen people. You better take a look at yourself, yeah. Girl. Talking to my people. Yes, but you just don't see. What you're living like at. Like you're living, Caught up in the make lost in your dream, yeah. Ghetto stop giving up your self-respect, stop it, yeah. people. talking to my people, yeah, well, I can take some strange turns on you, living with the bank thrown at you, move you in the cold. With a day that's not worth having Chances on the shore Falls are free You'll never come to feel What you need When what you really want inside
1: but there were others as well as Tymere, Punt and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We, say, we poured a libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution, Hotel family, hope everything is well for you today. Hope you're going to have a good day today. Hope you're going to get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping, too, the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But, of course, if it is not, and you know it has to get done, it must be done, it will get done, because you will do it. I yeah, continue to be the brother and sister that you is, getting things done. You're listening to African Perspectives. We're here every Monday Wednesday and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11, Mountain, to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. Top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. The drop-down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Of course, if you want to use the shortcut, uh, whatever search engine that you use, Internet Explorer, Firefox, Google whatever. Uh, Time for an awakening, you know. Black Talk Radio. Just put in the search. Put in the search babaoshi.net, babaosh dot net. B a b a o s h i dot net. Baba Oshi dot net, and there once again will be programs that are dated, entitled. Thanks to my good brother Kwaku. Appreciate you, man. Other program we have here on Time for an Awakening. <laughs> this program. <laughs> Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. And all times, I always give our Eastern times. (laughs) And then on Fridays, this Friday at 8 o'clock, time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And then Saturday, excuse me, not Saturday, Sunday at 7 p.m. At 7 p.m. time for an awakening again with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. On this sheet here that I've had on my desk for a few years. (laughs) There are so many programs, you know. Man, all gone. Hey, it is what it is. Let's hope for and there will be better days. Other programming we have here, and well, no. Other things I just, you know, that I promote. And and I, and I let me just say this, family. I promote these things. I don't get money for them, and I should. You know, many people say that. But I promote them, I believe, because Bringing it to your attention, I think they deserve to be supported. There's a lot of things that happen in our community that is us, that is about us. And the people who are running it have an understanding about us. And we need to support that. Uh, to not to do so. And that's the problem. You know, I kind of think that's what we're going to talk about today on this open mic Wednesday. So it's going to be a day that, you know, if you got something on your mind, you uh, want to articulate that or get it off your chest. Let's do it, okay? Here are some of the things that we promote on this program. Of course, We Buy Black. The largest online marketplace business for uh, uh, American African businesses is WeBuyBlack.com. Brothers and sisters, get everything you need from American African-owned businesses. WeBuyBlack.com. Go online, family. Go to webuyblack.com. Check it out for yourself. Purchase something, please. You know. And if not, next time, or more importantly, spread the information. Send it out to your friends and family. Africa for the Africans. Africa for the Africans. brother, Taihemi has an upcoming trip. It's November, a couple months away. November 16th through the 27th. This year, uh, going to Tanzania, Tanzania, November sixteenth to the twenty seventh, December twenty fourth to January fourth, twenty twenty four, Azania, and of course, brothers and sisters, you know that uh, that is the correct name, Azania, but of course, Caucasians still dominate and control South Africa okay south africa march 29th to april 9th 2024 liberia the west western africa staying in western africa july 11th to the 23rd Ghana east northeast africa november 21st to jan to december 2nd november 21st to december 2nd 2024 Kemet what the Greeks called Egypt. And then April 1st to April 11th, 2025, Senegal and Gambia. Brothers and sisters, go to the website, Africa for the Africans. Everything you need is on the website. Everything that you need. All the information, all the uh, paperwork, uh, requirements and so forth, visas, everything's on the website. Uh, When I went to uh, Ghana in 2019, um, I just went to the website Everything I needed it to get the papers and so forth. See, so whether you're going to go with Brother Bomani or you're not, somebody else, you, it's, it's on there, okay? All right. Um, Africa for the Africans. Yep. Uh, if you want to see pictures, brothers and sisters, if you want to see pictures, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos, go to youtube.com Forward slash twenty oh seven. All right, Habershaw, Habershaw and Crockett, Habershaw. All right, Habershaw presents Harvest Fest. Harvest Fest, Habershaw's Harvest Fest. That's going to be Harvest Fest, October fourteenth. October 14th. And uh, let me see. I'm opening up here. Harvest Fest. It's going. Come on, family. Work with me here. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and talk more about that on another day. But it's October 14th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And uh, it's going to be in Ghana. Harvest Fest is going to be in Ghana. So I'll let you know more about that family. Habersha. Habersha Incorporated.org. Ledge. Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. The Ledge Group. Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. And of course you know they deal in the area of human necessity of food, water, clothing and shelter. 12 projects in six different countries in Africa Over 170 employees and over 260 members. Check out the Ledge Group land for the environmental development for group of economics. Abibiatumi A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I Abibiatumi.com That's right. Abibiatumi is dedicated to the complete and total liberation of African people and modern Kemet. The land of the blacks. Throughout the Kemetic, African people worldwide from under domination by Eurasians and their anti-African, anti-African collaborators. So, as such, Bibi to me seeks to reclaim and or create systems and tools designed by African people for the benefit of African people in the interest in complete and total liberation for African people, self-preservation, self-determination, and survival and sovereignty for each and every area of human activity. At bb Pharmacy. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. Smy Pharmacy. Brothers and sisters, contact Brother Jabril. Give him a call. Yep. <sighs> at 770-765- 7751 That's 770-765- 7751. Also, too, you can email them If you want to email them at smilepharmacy at gmail. Smilepharmacy at gmail. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com. Moses West Foundation. The Moses West Foundation, brothers and sisters, it's <laughs> I can't say it enough. The innovation that uh, Brother Moses West has developed, the atmospheric water generators that just, you know. It is To me, it is a good feeling to know that there is a method for us to get clean usable drinkable usable water and that climate change or whatever you want to call it has no bearing on that because as long as you're on the planet and they have this machine it'll take the moisture out of the air the H2O molecule which is H2O is water and purify it going through a process open up a tap and outcomes clean, drinkable, usable water because there are water crises all across this planet and the problem is not there's lack of water. It's access. Access to water. Yes. Yes. So, the Moses West Foundation. Uh, I don't suggest that you uh, invest in it. It ain't about investing. He told one of, one of the listeners, he said, I'm going to invest in this.' No, I want you to donate. <laughs> I donate. Something I truly believe in and other things that I'd say about what's happening. We need to support it. That's the bottom line. Well, Dada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located here in Atlanta in the West End. The West End is uh, Ralph David Abernathy and um, West End Mall, Ralph David Abernathy and Lee Street. You know, Wadadas, right on Abernathy, across the street from Soul Vegetarian, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna, right there on Lee Street. So, check out Wadadas. Give them a call at 404-444 1635. 404 1635. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. been she's she's been hanging on, and she will. She has a fine selection of books. Postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, t-shirts, figurines, and so much more. Give her a call at 404-346-3263. 404-346-3263. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar in Lithonia. Brother Gazemde Ajamu, my good brother, that's right off of I-20 East. From east of Atlanta, you're going, you're going to go east of Atlanta on I-20 East. Exit 74, make a left. Now you're going north. About a mile up the road will be the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Pitch nice, my good brother, buy some stuff. You know, if you want to call him ahead of time at 770-305-6373, 770-305-6373. You know, he has shoes—the red, black, and green shoes. You want to check those out. He has books. He has T-shirts, all kinds of good stuff for you, and of course, he has delicious Cameroon boil and many other things. That's Brother Gazinda Shamu at the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Get back on Main Street. On Main Street, that's where he is. Go now. Go south. And then make a left. Now you're going east again. One exit. Exit 75. Turner Hill Road. Make a right on Turner Hill Road. And then three lights. Three lights. Make another right. And there on the left. Make that right on the left. Right on the street will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market. And I know, Sister Mama. Mama Bantu is going to be utilizing the new Black Wall Street market with the Collar Green Festival upcoming and other things. So, yeah, she's, she, you know, I love Mama Ubuntu. Make it happen. Us lifting us. Us lifting us The economic development, cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa. Cooperative economics, or as we like to say, family-centered economics. Tomorrow night, there Thursday night broadcast, every Thursday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern on blogtalkradio.com you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU and get the broadcast or you can dial 929-477-2789 that's 929-477-2789 and listen to the broadcast and uh, if you want to ask questions or comments or concerns dial 1, hit 1 and now you're in the queue and give your African perspective All right, us lifting us. Homeland, Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop located in Macon, Georgia. Brother Abijah, he's got it going on, man. He has a vegan restaurant on the premise. He has furniture, he has clothes, he has oils, he has CDs, DVDs, books. Man, he has it all. He's open Tuesday through Sunday, closed on Monday, Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Located in Macon, Georgia. Give Brother B.J. call at 478-256-1166. 478-256-1166. The Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Macon, Georgia. Sun Goddess Sense. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Located 4140 Jonesboro Road in Macon. Macon. (laughs) 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall, brothers and sisters, um, give my sister Shelly set a call at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay-haiti, brothers and sisters, go online. Go to Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash Haiti that's how you pronounce Haiti it's pronounced Haiti A-Y-I-T-I dot org Sanjay dash Haiti and see for yourself the great work that is being done to help the children in Haiti uh, Akerman Institute and of course um, they have Warriors Day coming up this month Saturday that's next week Saturday Next week, Saturday, the 16th, me and Quaker will be gone. We'll be gone to Mississippi, but I know we're we're warriors, so we're doing some stuff on African w- Warriors Day, and so that's Saturday, September 16th. And, and of course, in previous years, Baba Bruni and Mama Yah, they have had separate days, Mama Eniya, and now it's going to be the same day, African uh, Warriors Day, men and women together this year, and going forward, we will combine celebrations into one joint celebration for us all in September. We hope to see you there. B.B. a B.B. Fajodier. Fajodier, African Warriors Day next Saturday, the 16th. Ashe. Brothers and sisters, the Inye Sim, the Inyasasim, the Inyasasim of daily revolutionary thought. You know, I'm if you got something on your mind, give me a call. Let's talk about it. You know, one of the things I I just feel very um, is what's happening uh, in the world. I'm encouraged by some of the things I'm seeing in Africa, where Africans are saying to Europeans, particularly the French, definitely the French, they ask, you know, give us our land back. Give us our resources back, get the hell out of our country, you know. That's what should happen. Yeah. The Inya, of daily revolutionary thought. September fifth. Ain't no saving this devil; he's got death in his veins. United Front. Imagine that there is a war raging in our universe. On both sides, the one that we see here and the other one. Imagine that the spiritual realm truly is an extension of this physical realm with the racial politics that contaminate this reality being carried over to the other side in a battle of good against evil. With those genoculturally evil workings to seriously turn the genoculturally good against their nature so that, that, so that when they transcend, they will be fighting on the wrong side Damn. You fighting this shit here. And when you transcend, you're on the wrong side there as they are spiritually supporting the wrong side here. Shit. Imagine this discord rages there as here. Imagine that we are in more and more trouble because those among us seek whiteness here, remain confused there. Imagine that no energy is wasted, that all energy must go somewhere and that evil energy because so many souls are in support of this negative evil energy is becoming or has become the majority I don't mean an evil energy composed of one or two misdeeds but the genocultural kind infused in Europeans the kind that is gradually permeated the rest of the world in the form of ignoring the life rules of Ma'at and selfish, narrow minded spirituality among those who go around pretending that speaking peace into a determined chaos will make it so. Imagine that Europeans and others are aware of this, even if only vaguely, and we have forgotten what you what would you need to do for yourself, our people, and our ancestors? You need to transcend. I affirm I will transcend as a warrior. Affirm I will transcend as a warrior. September 6th. There is a debt to the Negro people. There is a debt to the African people, which America and Europe can never repay. Sojourner Truth. Isabella Bumfrey, Sojourner Truth. Given their inevitable fall, Europeans' greatest hope is that they can keep us mesmerized by the imagination of their fairy tale future. It is a friction, it is a fiction where we believe that they will last forever as scientific gods and goddesses, as unrivaled masters of the universe. If we slip and fall completely asleep in their nightmare, then they can continue to enjoy toying with us as their infantile prey, as they fall. They do not want to be singled out before humanity for what they are. They fear the consequences of justice more than anything else. Regardless, subconsciously they recognize that they cannot bring correction to what they have done. They cannot make amends for what they have done and continue to do without removing themselves from existence. Their ongoing crimes against the universe are beyond apology or any reparations that have the power to grant. That they have the power to grant. Sadly, most of the non-European world has been effectively convinced that what Europeans have done and are doing to them was and is necessary for the introduction of a greater, more liberated sense of humanity to this planet that, that is that is so damn true unfortunately, isn't it, family? Because d- once Europeans started doing what they were doing globally and even though th- with the technology it's much different and that's why they're exposed, but back then everybody believed that these people were invincible. They were invincible. Sadly, most of the non- European world has been effectively convinced that what Europeans have done and are doing was and is necessary for the introduction of a greater, more liberated sense of humanity on this planet. Therefore, they've con—they've conceived of their destruction as justifiable and forgivable. For centuries, Europeans have been about the business of making themselves into the image of whatever and everybody should want to be. They have accomplished this feat with a remarkable degree of success of course if they were actually how they portrayed themselves they would indeed be gods affirm I am not conceived of our destruction as justifiable or forgivable affirm I do not conceive of our destruction as justifiable or unforgivable no no family Mm mm-mm Brothers and sisters, that is to Inya of daily revolutionary thought. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about first I, I, I want to do some things that I haven't done in a while, you know, and that uh, that I really appreciate. You know, that has been given to me over the years. And, and of course, uh, you as listeners have benefited. Me as the host has truly benefited because you have, you know. And so, ah. Um, this is brother Ezra uh, the, the sovereign psyche and he says there is no historical instance of a formerly enslaved people who valued who valued integration with their former captors to the point where they completely abandoned the superior wealth of their own homeland. (sighs) To me, that is, that's so deep. You know, Ezra, Errol There is no other historical instance in the history of human beings of a formerly enslaved, when when a people were enslaved, captive, and held. And then once that captivity ended, they valued the captors so much to the point where they completely ab- abandon the superior wealth of their own homeland to seek to be near the captor. Yeah. Let me come back to that. You know? back to that let me let me play this you know this is this is just too much family this is just too much
6: africa in scramble tell me who's gonna configure it despite all its resources majority in poverty compromise and greed jeopardizing its economy selfishness and hate the order of the society so i'm here to ask africans what is happening what do we blame for lack of the economic prosperity the masses the system or the self-centered leadership is unity or neocolonialism i got too many questions to ask everyone who's listening how come we're so blessed but we still live poor Way too religious, but still far from the Lord. Natural resources, but no one to explore. What's standing in the way of our own development? Why the limitations despite all the empowerment? Still told world despite the mineral endowments? Why are we the only beggar continent on the planet? Over 50 years of independence, nothing to show for. We claim to be independent, but we're still dependent on nations for the cars, the shoes, the makeups we wear on, the phones the internet, and even security weapons. A lot not to mention. So tell me what's the use of the large population when it's failed to increase the economic stature, leaving majority in hunger and starvation. And deep in our minds, we have a classic distinction. Classic distinction. With no creation, no origination, just imitation. Our mental store is filled with the media's infection. We've abandoned our traditions and embraced their religion. Our students are more engaged in theoretical digestion. Convocation yelling, jobless accumulation. Way too many professors, but still no invention. Ignorance of disadvantaged our positions. Eurocentrism has kicked away our ethics. Authenticity is so far from our practice. Hindering one another, that's where our energy focuses. Impotence in all our economic productions. Superstition has diluted all our religions. It's causing confusion, even detrimenting our future. And now we put beggars from every nation. What the things have be ashamed of? Tell me, what's the solution? Despite all the fobbing aids, we're still in shambles. And instead of fixing our problem, we'd rather debate and argue. That's the waste of our IQ. How long shall we all continue to rumble? In the midst of abundance, we are complaining of scarcity. The presence of wealth, but yet we are living in penury possess the gold, the iron, the steel, diamonds, copper, uranium, and tin, to name but a few. Yet none of these resources have been used for our good. But we've been made to consume only what they produce. For so long, we've been used and abused. In the eyes of the world, we are nothing but schnooks. It's why they're in front, while we're locked in the boots. Please open your eyes and open your minds. We've suffered a great deal. We've been oppressed way too much, we've been treated like chickens. We've been so programmed to be complacent with suffering. And all of this has happened because we don't know our roots. We don't read our boots. We don't know our words. So we've been made to think that our race is the worst. And now everyone one of us feel being black is whack. So we sure away our culture to be eaten by vultures. We've made to believe all of the nonsense they taught us. Now look where it's brought us. Nowhere but backwards. But it's time for a turnaround. To stop being dumping grants of developed nations, and quit being subjects of charitable compassion. Enough of that nonsense. From the depth of my heart, I'm here pleading with y'all. Let us rise from the south, west, east, and the north. Let South reliance be the new African song. On the lips of the poor, rich, old, and the young. And become a new Africa united as one. Let's unity world us into a dominant force, commanding great respect from every part of the world. Adopting a system of pan-African nature, highly indigenous and rooted deep in our culture, let's embrace agriculture. Let the population all over begin to function. Let's domesticate activities and support invention. Let's erase corruption and build a new reputation. And in the words of Kwame Nkrumah, Africa is not poor, just Africans poor. Together, we can make Africa great again. The fulfillment of Kwame Nkrumah's dream.
1: Say, and you know family um, and I got more because this, this is what this program is about this program is about African reality it's a sad situation at this time but the potential for African reality to take shape will always be there Will always be there if there's just one African who still has an in-, in his or her heart and mind to be independent, self-determining, liberated, and sovereign. If it doesn't look good. I know, family. I know it doesn't. I, I you know, I'm not naive. I've been around the world, and I, I, I. It doesn't look good. I, I know that. But you know here's what we have to do. And that's and, and and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. So let me get another one of these panels out of here that I consistently read. Yeah. And here it is. Man, I'm going way back. Man, way back. Yeah. I have traveled across the length and breadth of Africa, and I have not seen one person who is a beggar, who is a thief. Such wealth I have seen in this country, such high moral values, people of such caliber that I did not think that we would ever conquer this country unless we can break the very backbone of its nation, which is her spiritual and cultural heritage. And therefore, I propose that we replace her old and ancient education system, her culture, her culture. For if the Africans think that all that is foreign and English is good and greater than their own, They will lose their self-esteem, their native culture, and they will become what we want them to be, a truly dominated nation. Lord Lord Macaulay addressed the British Parliament February 2nd, 1835. That's deep, family, because that is what happened. That is what happened. Kwame Nkrumah said, I believe strongly and sincerely that with the deep-rooted wisdom and dignity, the insane respect for human lives, the intense humanity that is our heritage, the African culture united under one federal government United under one federal government will emerge not just as another world block to flaunt its wealth and strength, but as a great power whose greatness is indestructible because it is built not on fear and envy and suspicion, nor want at the expense of others, but founded on hope, trust, friendship and dedicated to the good of all mankind. Yeah. Kwame Nkrumah then he said (laughs) then he said if we do not approach the problems in Africa with a common front and a common purpose we should be haggling and wrangling amongst ourselves until we are colonized again and become the trolls of a far greater colonialism than we had suffered heretofore how pathetic or prophetic cuz that's what happened that's what happened family and there's and we're suffering we're suffering people yeah <laughs> just kind of remind me of and <laughs> Here's my, and my brother, brother Irv, Irvin Lewis. Let me let me get my brother in here right quick. Four four three four four three. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good afternoon, African World. <laughs> Good afternoon, dear brother. That's right. Waking, I'm waking my ass up. That's for sure. <laughs> How you doing, man? I've been practicing that all night, brother. <laughs> I'm about to love
4: right on
0: that's right brother
4: you you're saying some you're saying some heavy you're saying some heavy quotes this morning man yeah. this afternoon. Oh, yeah. you're, you're saying you're saying some very heavy quotes because when i was listening to you speak uh say these quotes i realized that slavery and 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 the dom- the domination of the african continent is more complex than just someone coming over with a gun and saying we're gonna take what you have it, it it's more complex than that it's more in uh we like you said they have to break the spirit of the African, and mm-hmm. they have to take his culture, take his language, and make that into a substandard thinking
0: right. and make
4: their their thinking more superior uh, because we have shiny things, we have clothing, we appear not to fight each other, we all appear to be on one front. But once you pull the curtain back on,
0: mm-hmm.
4: on the Caucasian, the Urugu, his existence is more confusing, more convoluted, more nasty, more any other word I can think of than any other culture on this planet. Because when you when you go to someone's homeland, not to help them, not to praise them, but to dominate them, then you have to do one or two things, brother. You have to mm-hmm. kill their spirit or kill them. Mm-hmm. And you don't mm-hmm. want to kill them because you need them to perpetuate to, to do your will is right. what they do. They want you right. to, to do your will. Exactly. And, and now it, it is so it has gotten so layered and complex in this country that slavery only ends when one type of slavery only ends when another type of slavery has has taken over. Mm. In other words, they'll, they they come with the guns and they force you to do something. Then they come with the mind and they and they let you they leave the door open and you don't even walk through the door. You, you, you have learned to take care of yourself. I have learned to take care of Urban, but I still want to follow these Caucasians around right? because for some reason, I believe that the Caucasian is better. His ice is colder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got more you than me. To believe he that. must be smarter yes. than me or he wouldn't own so much stuff. right? But does he really own it? Does he really own it? Because the Caucasian cannot exist. See, what white people don't understand is they cannot exist without the rest of the world. And, and they, they have things in front of them that tell them the truth. The Bible is a book of how to live. You can No man is an island. No one can live on bread alone. And that is absolutely true. There are many things that keep you living, your spiritual life, your physical life, your monetary life, your, your romantic life. All those things come together to make you the person that I believe that, that, that God wants you to be but white people want you to believe that if it's not for us, you would not exist. Right. You understand? And, and that and that's the mindset. I listened to T.D. Jakes say something today, and I very seldom listen to T.D. Jakes, but I listened to him this morning. He said, we are raising women to be men. And I thought about that. This is the same guy who signed the, find the faith-based initiative with Bush, you know, so that they can get the money from the government. Right. to, and, and, to keep and running to they, keep exactly. running their church and not say anything about homosexuality. Right. Because that's why you don't see the pastors marching down the street about this that this this practice that goes directly against the book that they have you read. That is I didn't say it may say that. It actually says it in the book. It actually says the word abomination. So I'm not making anything up. And you can interpret it any kind of way you want, but the reality is they are quiet about it because they signed that initiative. And then, on the other hand, once it gets so it gets so deep and so apparent, now you're starting to preach that we're turning our women into men. I I saw that. I didn't need a a degree from seminary. Mm -hmm. I saw that uh, of Baba Oshi a long time ago. Right. That they were slow walking. They're slow walking you you so called Africans into. A, 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 a endless tunnel that never ends because they're this insatiable. They will never get enough of you on your knees as an African. You, they always want you to be down on your knees, regardless of whether it's a million dollar thing or a one dollar thing. See, that's the, the thing about Urugu is he goes after the children. Urugu plays the long game, and what's happening now, as you know, Africa is changing. Africans aren't the colonized. The way you right. colonized us before, that's not going to work anymore. Right. You got to come up with something new. And that's what they're trying to do now. All this, uh, we hate France. Of course we don't like France. We never liked France. But now we're to the point where we're kicking France out. And you're calling it a coup. It's not a coup, my brother. It's a revolution. 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 They said it was a coup when the Americans went against uh, England. That wasn't a coup. That was a revolution. Mm. And that's what's going on now. And they're trying to divert us with, this, with all these other bullshit in this country, the politics, which we know it's a, it's a con game. It's two wings of the same bird right. right in the left. So stop with that. We, I don't even listen to that foolishness. But the thing is, Africa is, is, is creeping into the news broadcast now. You, watch, you, you notice that, Oshi. When you look at the news now, you never saw anything about Africa. Right. Now, all of a sudden, we're starting to see a little bit about Africa. Is creeping in, you know, because because Russian came in, and Russia's always been there. They've always been in Cuba. They've been all over the world. Anywhere America is, Russia's going to be. So now they're starting to change the way they do things. We gotta like like they did us, Baba Oshi. They gave us nothing at first, and they made us. They said you're going to be a slave. And then they gave you a little bit, right? And then they give you a little a bit, bit more, more. and yeah. that's what they're doing to Africa. We're gonna, we're gonna own. Oh, we gave you independence, but you still use our money. That's not independent. No. You still Why aren't you using your own money? Oh, you know that. Yeah. So, so what? And see, and then what they do here is we're the only people in this country. And and uh, the irritated genie said this in one of his DVDs that he he sent me. And I got to give him the props for this because it makes so much sense. He said, we're the only people in the world. Do you ever hear a, 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 a Mexican make a song and call himself a wetback? Do you ever hear a Jew make a song and call himself a kike? And these are nasty words, derogative words for these people. But but people who call themselves black in this country, Americans, they make records and call themselves niggas. Right. Why do we do that? Oh, Why do we call ourselves niggas yeah. why oh that we took the power out of that word no we didn't did you really no we did no we did how'd no, you we, do that no we didn't Can you take the power out of word, and you call your women bitches and it and i'm listening to a record i'm, I'm listening to i was at, i was aware was, i was somewhere and i'm hearing this record and um the uh, biggie smalls she got all uh, my, my my kid going to college you don't need no money she an independent woman what other culture says that Mm-hmm. I don't need no man. I'm an independent woman. That is the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. And, and that is the that is the breakdown of the family. Right. That is where if you can break the family down, you you, you, you get it at its core. Yeah, and, I mean, when I'm, when, I'm, when I'm wrong, stop me, my brother, because I don't want to go off and be thinking really wrong about this because I believe that the core to everything in life is your family the only ones gonna be there when you die is your family who's there when you start out your family right. who's there when you're successful your family regardless of what your family's right there and, and when I call you family that's huge brother mm-hmm. I'm not just saying that because I want you to like me or we we homies you lent me some money no that's because you are, your heart's in the right place you're thinking correctly And and what I mean by that is you're thinking about someone else other than yourself, because that is the true judgment of character. For me, what have you done for someone other than yourself today? Did you spread the gospel, the gospel of good news? What's the good news? The good news is that Africa is liberated. That's the good news. Africa is liberating itself right now as we speak. They're breaking the chains. They're getting into the mindset of a Rugu. That's what the good news is. And I truly believe that. And that's why white people are shaking and losing their mind and making all these crazy threats and sh- saber-raveling, because they know that Africa will never be completely conquered, ever, ever. We are a strong people. We are the first people. And they know it. And say, so that's
1: why if Africa truly understands its power is within unity, that's where Africa's power is. It's not the mineral wealth. It's not. It's unity. And once Africa embraces that unity, you know, c- cuts across all boundaries that have been placed there by Europeans. All the boundaries, you, all the boundaries you see on a on a on a political map of Africa were drawn by Europeans. Those boundaries need to be mm-hmm. replaced. And so Africa doesn't have those boundaries. We are Africans. So even though the territory where The Nigerians are, yes, that's cool, but that's also Africa. The territory, uh, you know, uh, where the Tanzanians are, that's Africa. The territory where Mm Xenia is, that's Africa. That's all Africa. We are one. We are one, and we embrace that, and we go ahead and start working together, pulling our resources, controlling the land. Of Getting farmers and so forth to cultivate and, 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 and work the land for food production. We can feed. We just can't feed Africa. We can literally feed the world. Everything that we need is at our disposal. And then once we have it and we're unified. Oh, yeah. Now we're coming for what I just do. We're coming for reparations. I don't give a damn about no world court. I don't give a damn about what no Europeans say. We're coming for reparations. You want something from Africa? You pay us what you owe. And you pay us for what you want in fair market value price. This is the the kind of position that we as Africans must put ourselves in. And the only way we can put ourselves in this position is unifying. We cannot put ourselves in a position of strength unless we are united unless we understand and, that. And the more you see that that
4: kind of thought popping up, the more you yeah. see Urugu uh, ramping up yeah. his defenses. You yeah. know, you got to remember, Urugu spent millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars every year on an advertising campaign yes. for UNICEF, for the good ship Hope. And all these, you know what they—they they, they were sending back the commercials. You remember the commercials, the, the big bellies for the Africans and the flies flying around them, and they, they ain't got no food and they—they—they they, they, they starving. That was an advertising campaign to get in our minds that we that Africa was poor, right. that the people were poor. That's I didn't image. see no like we just played That's... it. I didn't see nobody begging. They, they were trying to sell me things, but fair exchange ain't no robbery. Right.
1: So come on, stop That's... it. That's they want that's poor. the image, that's the image they want to give, and, and if there are areas where people are more destitute, then we go there, we mobilize, we go there, and we help those people because they are us all if you're the kind of Africa, you, you're Ethiopian, you're African, Cameroonian, you're African, even Ooh. those sons of the bitches in the north, if your ass claim to be Arab, get your ass out and go to Arabia, otherwise because you are right. African. You know, so uh-huh. that's that's the bottom line. I'm going to take a break, brother. And when we come <laughs> back from the break... <laughs>
4: you, you know I'm listening, brother. Okay. I'm listening. Thank you, brother. Oh, no, thank you, my thank brother. You thank it. you. Yes,
1: sir. I'm going to take a break, family. And when we come back from the break, we're going to have more conversation and what you want to talk about. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on an dot and Black Talk, com. And I am your host,
7: Sometimes if you
2: you are listening to time for an awakening media part of the black talk radio
1: network for podcasts or live programming hit them up at time for dot welcome back brothers and sisters once again you're listening to african perspectives here on the motherland media network on time for an awakening.com and black talk radio network.com two of the baddest i as far as i'm concerned you know uh soundtracks Gladys Gladys Knight and the Pips, written by Curtis Mayfield, Claudine Cole. Great songs and there's A bunch of great songs. And of course, Car Wash, Rolls Royce. A number of good songs on there too. Love them. Love the movies. Both great movies, I tell you. Uh get back to what we're talking about, fam. And uh <coughs> and and I want to be clear I try my best to be clear I, you know that I appreciate uh, the opportunity to share this information here's a piece that I've shared many times I, when I first heard it I don't know f- five six years ago Sister Malins, her address she's from Sierra Leone and she is addressing an audience of Caucasians at a TED talk They're TED talk and, and her voice is Melodious I and mean, she's just so smooth, man, you know. I'm quite sure you'll enjoy it as well. Let me let me cue it up here. And sister lens
8: One thing that keeps me puzzled, despite having studied finance and economics at the world's best universities, the following question remains unanswered. Why is it that five thousand units of our currency is worth one unit of your currency? where we are the ones with the actual gold reserves. It's quite evident that the aid is in fact not coming from the West to Africa, but from Africa to the Western world. The Western world depends on Africa in every possible way, since alternative resources are scarce out here. So how does the West ensure that the free aid keeps coming? By systematically... Destabilizing the wealthiest African nations and their systems, and all that backed by huge PR campaigns, leaving the entire world under the impression that Africa is poor and dying and merely surviving on the mercy of the West. Well done, Oxfam, UNICEF, Red Cross, Life Aid and all the other organizations that continuously run multi-million dollar advertisement campaigns depicting charity porn to sustain that image of Africa globally. Ad campaigns paid for by innocent people under the impression to help with their donations. While one hand gives under the flashing lights of cameras, the other takes in the shadows. We all know the dollar is worthless, while the euro is merely charged with German intellect and technology, and maybe some Italian pasta. How can one expect donations from nations that have so little? It's super sweet of you to come with your colored paper in exchange for our golden diamonds. But instead, you should come empty handed, filled with integrity and honor. We want to share with you our wealth and invite you to share with us. The perception is that a healthy and striving Africa would not disperse its resources as freely and cheaply, which is logical. Of course, it would instead sell its resources at world market prices, which in turn would destabilize and weaken Western economies. Established, on the post-colonial free meal system. Last year, the IMF reports that 6 out of 10 of the world's fastest-growing economies are in Africa, measured by their GDP growth. The French Treasury, for example, is receiving about $500 billion. You're in, you out foreign exchange reserves from African countries based on colonial debt they forced them to pay. Former French President Jacques Chirac stated in an interview recently that we have to be honest and acknowledge that a big part of the money in our banks comes precisely from the exploitation of the African continent. In 2008, he stated That without Africa, France will slide down in the rank of a third world power. This is what happens in the human world. The world we have created. Have you ever wondered how things work in nature? One would assume that in evolution the fittest survives. However, in nature any species that is overhunting... Overexploiting the resources they depend on as nourishment, natural selection would sooner or later take the predator out because it offsets the balance.
1: That's right, take the predator out. That's right, I love that. Sister Valence. there, take them out. They don't deserve. That's what what, damn sure they do not deserve.
5: There is a lot of talk of late on the African continent about the fact that Africans are awakening. There is a lot of talk about the fact that we are woke. But the question that I would like to ask you is, almost a hundred years ago, a man called Marcus Garvey rose and told Africans that they must unite. Unite in their control of resources. Unite as nations unite their imaginations, their dreams, aspirations, and capabilities to grow in Africa and a race that will be able to self-determine and compete against other races. A man called Kwame Nkuruma came and said the same message and another by the name of Malcolm X said the same. But the question is, After almost a century since the rise of Marcus Garvey, has Africa achieved unity? Do we control our resources? Do we unite in our aspirations, dreams? And have we elevated Africa into a continent and a race that can compete and self-determine against other races? The truth of the matter is we have failed. We have failed because we have remained divided. We've continued to work as 54 different states that continue to be subjugated. This is why the French continue to have 14 colonies on the African continent. It is why 36 African countries have got American bases and Africom on their soil. It is why... Many African countries continue to sell their resources, their institutions, for debt to countries like China. And the question that I'm now challenging you, the woke generation, with is what are we going to do about it? The reason we've got wars on the African continent is because we're being divided for conquest. The reason we've got sanctions on the African continent is that all the independent knowledge and education, the power to take control of our resources, can be destroyed so that Africa can continue to be colonized by our Western colonizers. This is why now we need to rise. Remember that you, the African American, with all your paper money, the greatest wealth among all black nations, only have paper money, but the true wealth is in Africa. The true wealth is the reason why Africa is under sanctions and war, the one that Europeans want to keep for themselves. You need to bring your paper money, your skill, your knowledge, your frustration, back to Africa to invest it in the control of real wealth and real resources in the form of the oil. The diamonds, crow, lithium, cassiterite, and all the other resources that the Western worlds are fighting to control in Africa. Your paper money can be leveraged into machines, skills, technology, and the knowledge that Africa needs in order to move and prosper. You, the Caribbean, with your skill, Power, determination. You, the Jamaican, the first people to resist European colonialism. You, the Haitian, the very first black peoples to defeat a European army. You are the answer to Africa's problems. You, the European African, with all that you've learned and earned. The basketball player, the soccer player, the sportsman, the singer, the musician, the actor, with all your billions of dollars, are the investment that Africa needs to stop its dependency on the colonizer. It's about time that we rose. And I'm saying that Marcus Garvey's dream can be fulfilled because when he dreamt it, not a single country, not a single African country was independent. When he dreamt it, not many black billionaires existed, if any. But today we've got black billionaires. Today the richest man in Africa is a black man. We have what it takes and the capacity that it takes to grow our continent into being a continent that can be respected, can self-determine, control its resources, control the processing of those resources and create currencies based on those resources to be the leading economy in the world. With that, we can industrialize, grow up the technology curve, and begin to create the machinery, the tools, to defend the sovereignty of this continent. Now I say it's time that we unite. We have countries like Zimbabwe, under U.S. war sanctions, to make it unattractive for any African to come because Europeans are preserving it for themselves. But I'm inviting you, my African-American brother, you Africans in the diaspora, you Africans on the continent to say, come and take advantage of the greatest reserves of lithium, chrome, gold, true wealth, land, opportunity to develop infrastructure for us to create wealth as a people for yourselves for the advancement of africa the time to awake is now but awakening takes action pride investment development innovation to give our people power this is the time
1: the time is now family the time is right now our problem is of course that many of us don't understand that we still think that our time is here and that somehow some way Europeans will come together and recognize our humanity and allow us to be a part of what they want to do how they want to develop And, of course, that's to our detriment. The bottom line, family, is there's no more cotton to pick, no more tobacco, no more sugar cane. We have been targeted for extermination. We're headed for self-destruction. Nobody, I mean no other group of people, kill themselves the way we do. My good brother, Jim Wimbush, told me this past weekend in Chicago. 38 shootings. This, of course, every four-day weekend, holiday weekend, 30 shootings and six dead. All the time. It's been happening that way now for years. Nobody. We've been trained, family been trained to hate ourselves it is a training it is is an indoctrination and it's been run to a T because if I can get you to hate those who bring you knowledge I got you if I can just if I can make you dismiss those work against those who bring you that knowledge I got you so I'm the phone lines are open family so I'm going to go to the phone lines 404 good afternoon
9: Yeah. good afternoon Bob O.T. how are you this is Taylor Hey, nice hey, program. Sister. Thank you. And I've been enjoying the, uh, you know, the the, the um, radio, the speakers that. Yes, the, the, the thank the, you. They've been strong and positive. Agree with a lot of that. And uh, so, of course, uh, you know the unity and and uh, us, our Pan Africanism appears. Is you know. It's, it's the bottom line. <laughs> Yes, it's the is. bottom
0: line.
1: It is. It's
9: the bottom line. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And um and I, I wanna and that you know, that is a, a issue we have to deal with the indoctrination of of um you know, how they try to indoctrinate self hatred. And I want us also to in to um recognize the the love that we do have. There's a lot of love for ourselves. And for our people, and and we need to embrace that, and uh, you know, you know, grow with sure. that, and, and feel that. And one of the things, um, you know, uh, when we say that we're the only people that do certain things, I I, 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 I think that that really needs to be addressed because uh, white people be hating themselves too. White people be warring and killing themselves also. They got all kind of wars. They're sure. killing themselves by the thousands. The white people. Oh yeah, they're they're war right Ukraine now, and exactly.
1: In Russia, We're, huh? Russians are Caucasians. Ukrainians yeah, that's are Caucasians. What I'm saying. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And it doesn't. I agree Yeah, with you. so first,
9: just to say that this, you know, we are the only ones that killing, and hating. And that's you know. Let me just say I mean, this about that. I'm not sister. trying to negate.
1: Yeah, let me just say we, this about that. Huh? We had. Let me say this about that. Yes, they have. And in the annals of history, there's no more of an example of a warring people than Caucasians. That's they right. have warred That's amongst right. themselves for generations and for, and for centuries. <laughs> there's know. no doubt about it. They are the first ones. In fact, when there was peace on the continent, they were at each other all the time. Yeah,
9: they but,
1: yeah. but, but they recognize that issue coming out of that last so-called medieval age. And they said, well, we may war amongst ourselves and we do, but we're going to come together on those who are outside of us. And then they even became deeper because when they started going around the world, taking everybody's Mm -hmm. stuff in the name of, and then raping the the women and seeing the offspring did not look like them, as Dr. Francis Cress Welsing said, it caused an an innate fear in them of genetic annihilation. And so not only do they want us to, uh, uh, not only do they want to kill us, but they've been training us to kill ourselves and blame and put the blame on each other. You know, just like they try to uh, develop a, a, a method of putting the blame of our Captivity and our enslavement on us—you enslaved yes. yourself. You sold your people. You only, you know, uh, you know the the, <laughs> right, the deceit right. and we, the treachery. You know, not of, accept that. You right. right. The, tre- the, the treachery and deceit of, 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 of the Caucasian is unlimited. It's unabound. and and it's and they will do everything they can do within their power, within their power, to make sure that that's what happens to us. And we, as an African people, must do everything to come together to unite. not that we go to war with Caucasians if we do have to go to war with Caucasians, so be it. but the first thing we do we got to come together for ourselves. We can't go to war with anybody divided yes, that's very important. We right, can't go to right. war with anybody divided think, at each other right we could be easily, and think, easily manipulated that's,
9: that's,
1: and we are easily manipulated it. go ahead, I'm sorry.
9: Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. no. I feel like that's an insidious attack they have to have us believe that we all hate each other and that you know we're the cause of it, and that uh, and one of these tactics, we're the only ones that do some of these atrocities when they get the name perpetrated, that themselves. sure and um, yeah, and and uh, you know like I think earlier and I, and I, I love I think was that Brother Herb that was speaking earlier yes. Yeah, I I I love him too. You know, uh, his, his insight, and I agree mm-hmm. with him. But you know, it was a comment about, uh, I guess it was about women's live and and that we the only people that are saying that I don't need a man, mm-hmm. and uh, we. But those the white women are saying that they were the perpetrators perpetrators of this this women's live thing. So you know, I you know putting it on us that the, the cis black women do the white women do these atrocities also and so right. I, I think we should keep that in mind that we you know that uh you know I mean, we we're not the, the you know the sole perpetrator they, they're, they're the perpetrators and put it on them too okay all right yeah and um in, in, the, in the unity aspect I, I just wanted to you know just comment you know, how how important that is and for example, like yesterday when we were talking, that was a wonderful talk. The guests were great, and the, the conference is going to be powerful. I guess that was Monday. Yes, and that was so awesome, you know, uh, to have them, you know. And um, I had made the comment about Barbara uh, Chokwe Lamumba, who's my comrade, mm-hmm. my friend, my dear brother. The, you know, the family, my um, children, even kind of grew up together in mm-hmm. an organization together, and and I I, I made the uh, uh, the statement that, you know, we went to his his home going and that his son, who I love very much, Chokwe Jr. Mm-hmm. Had, had made the statement that uh, Chokwe lives inside of me. I, I mean, I, I'm his spirit. His spirit lives inside of me, and I'm going to do the best. And, and so I want to give up to the brother and love and unity that he is. He is a revolutionary, freedom fighter himself mm-hmm. he's been well trained i tell you that much and it is him and we got to be aware of the fact that he's under attack just like they had said earlier that it's a, a world it's a war, it's a civil war outbreak mm-hmm. so this atrocities of these these barbarians they're going to be attacking him and, and blocking him from doing the revolutionary work that he's doing and he's trying to do and so uh, we need to be aware of that and be supporting him and 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 joining with him in the fight instead of believing well he's just you know someone maybe comment he just don't have the same vision as his father and all of this kind of stuff that they don't know. I mean, we just we, we gotta have love and unity and right. and and be aware what this brother is dealing with. I mean, and yeah. I have made the example about you know he he's a, he, he, he he was very successful. And what he did to become mayor, that's a major achievement. He won the hearts of the people, and he was elected. And I was saying that, you know, you have other people in, in different movements, like Al Sharpton that had said that, um, you know, I didn't know the black mayors. You know, I got the one from Atlanta. And he left Chokeway out. So these are the kind of insidious and, and blatant attacks mm-hmm. that this brother is being subjected to and that we need to be coming together and supporting uh Supporting him and and, uh, uh, and supporting ourselves. I So, I I think you know I think that's real important. Love and unity, and let's uh, you know let's put ourselves down, <laughs> rise, raise, raise up. Cause, and and I'm just putting him up. He's a, a very revolutionary, part. and I think it would be great if you could have him on the show sometime.
1: I would love to have Chuck Williams, mayor of Jackson. You know, I would love. <laughs> yeah, to have he was a powerful yeah. You know, because this this
9: cast, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He, 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 he's
1: awesome all right and so you know and, and long this is
9: his father is you know our, our icon all right he's, thank he's you
1: my sister it. okay all right peace 202 202 good afternoon 202 904 good afternoon okay 202 when you get ready to come on, here start twiving and get you in. Uh, you know, let me play that commercial again to make sure you what uh, Sister Habia was talking about. And uh, next weekend, yeah, Brother um, <coughs> Quay cool will be traveling along with Brother Booker, Brother Elliot, Brother Elliot, and Brother Richard to Jackson, Mississippi. It's coming.
2: It's coming, coming. Mississippi Black Liberation Movement. Elmer Geronimo pratt Club presents the 7th Annual Black Liberation Movement Building Power Summit 2023. Building Power Summit, Free the Land, Undivide, and Reclaim, September 15th to the 17th. Jackson, Mississippi at the historic Black Tougaloo College. Portions of the conference to be aired on time for an awakening media, Black Talk Radio Network. Calling all serious black power organizations, revolutionaries, organizers to attend this divine experience. For more information, contact Brother Patrick Lamumba 662-560-5434. Sister Crystal Denise, 405-361-4751. And Brother Nick Bezel, 512-364-0050. That's the 7th Annual Black Liberation Movement Building Power Summit 2023.
1: i say. And I'll be in the house and. And, and of course, we'll have a, um <coughs> a recap of all the proceedings on the program the following week to, to make sure you know what's what's happening. You know, um, I tell you, I'm in, I'm involved. I'm involved because I'm hoping to see a a coalition developed of these organizations. With the one direction of independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty. Pan-Africanism yes. or, or perish, unify or die. All right. 202, 202, good
2: afternoon. Good afternoon, brother.
1: How you doing, man? How are
2: you doing? I'm well. Yeah, I'm you. good. I'm good. good. You know, as long as I got some air in my lungs, I'm okay.
1: Yeah. Yes sir.
2: But uh Keep you know, I, I'm just so inspired uh listening, you know, to brothers, particularly you and uh what is his name, brother Earl? Irv.
1: Irving. Irving you know it, Irving it, Lewis it,
2: Yeah, man, Brother Irv. Yeah, well it just lets me Yeah, Brother Irv, yes sir. Brother Irv, pardon me, brother. but I, I just uh I just so much appreciate knowing that there are other black men uh in, in this time that think like we do. And that's why uh, I-, I constantly uh, refer to our need, I suspect, our need to literally stop participating with these people for a certain limit of time, if it's only a day, but make a national and not so much to white folks but to black folks,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: a national announcement that we are not participating in your society today. Just for one day and see what the response would be. I suspect, I have no facts to prove this, but I suspect that there are enough people that are dissatisfied with, if they're being honest, that are dissatisfied with the way we have to, I don't want to even say live, survive in this society, that it will trigger something in us that we have not had triggered in a long time. You, you know, you, you you were reading some things earlier I must have been an unusual young man because I, you know, I I played music for a long time, but I would sit up in my room and just play my guitar, you know, and other people would be out playing basketball and fighting and whatever. And it just caused me to realize that there are a lot more things in life, uh, even at that age, that we were not experiencing because of what we've been taught to do, as opposed to what we were designed to do. Does that make any sense? It is, yes. You know, like we were designed. Man, we are living in a world in a, in a, in a, that we don't have to participate in. But it's everything starts, O.C., with a trigger. I mean, even your birth, my birth, we started with one cell, one sperm that made it into that egg. And here we are. I say, and right. five billion others didn't make it. But we made it, man, and it's a re- that, that is not a coincidence. Right. It is not a coincidence. We were the ones that were supposed to be here at this time, brother. We were the ones that are supposed to be here to change the reality of our lives. And if we, when I say we collectively, if we dismiss that opportunity we literally doom anything that comes after us. Mm-hmm. That's right. Our children, our grandchildren, they'll just be literally just little monsters hmm. because that's all they're being taught to be. You, you turn on the, you know, and, and we don't often talk about, uh, and I have nothing, man, I love women, but I know that women don't make things happen. Men make things happen. Women support us. Mm-hmm. In a way mm-hmm. like, you, you know, it cannot be supported by anybody else. But it's a man that gets things going,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know? That's right. And and we we dismiss a lot of that, man, because white folks have taught us, socialized us, I should say. And especially, it's really getting terrible now, where, you know, the, the women that our women are modeling themselves after are our enemy women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They right. don't wear wigs and all that, all that makeup and right. shit. Right. You know, they don't care. Uh, they don't care that they got $3,000 rings on and all that shit. Yeah. They don't. They support their husbands getting those things. And and what I'm saying is, that, oh Oshie, I'm I'm going to keep saying it, and you'll probably get as tired as everybody else. But, man, if we could just get a, together and get enough people and say, look, we're not working this day and see what the result of just that instant movement does. If it can lead us to we're not working these next two days, we don't want it because it will show that we have developed in our own thinking, the ability to sacrifice whatever contribution we make to these white folks in society. We're starting to take it back and reverse it and give it to ourselves. You know what I'm saying all this crap on television and you know Oprah Winfrey and all that crap man I you know that 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 that's for white folks that's white folks <laughs> you know i I'm, I'm telling you that that, yeah. that that makes them feel good it does you know, but it embarrasses it me it embarrasses me to see our women mm-hmm. get before cameras
1: yeah
2: in a in a costume and talking costume rhetoric if you will it bothers me man and it makes me realize how much we got to do but it also lets me know how equipped we are to do it but it just takes a spark man you take a match and strike it across the you know the 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 thing it just takes a spark to get that match going Oshi.
0: yeah well you know
2: spark and then suddenly you got a flame you can burn a goddamn building down. Yeah. With that flame, you can burn a city up from that one spark, Oshie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got that's you. I nature it.
1: talking. And, and, and... Yeah, I know
2: you do, but I'm, I'm speaking yeah. as much to you as I am to your audience. Right. It I'm... only takes one spark in the right place at the right time. And that's why I constantly say, man, if we could just get it together or we could just say we're not participating with y'all one you know, this okay. day, whatever day we choose. Yeah. And let not only them see, but let us see the innate power that we have to change our condition. I think change would come a lot quicker than any of us could
0: imagine.
1: Well, I would hope that. I really when, do. I hope that when we make that move that the kind of change that happens is within us, not within this society, yes. because this society is dominated and controlled by Europeans and Caucasians and Urugu, whatever but the but but the kind of change that happens when uh, in us would say that hey yeah. we no longer play these games we no longer are, are pawns for you we are independent thinking african people and we're pulling our resources we're cleaning up our neighborhood we're cleaning up our communities we're spending money with each other we're supporting one another we're going to educate our children yes. even if we send our children to a public school outside of that we're going to educate them about who they are and their responsibility to each other and and, and we're making yes. sure that young men know how to treat young women and vice versa yes you know because yes, that's family the reason why we don't that's have right. good communities is because we don't have good family life that's the reason that's, that's right. the bottom line you and know and that's the essence
0: that's mm-hmm.
2: the essence of it that is yes. the,
0: that is yeah, the yeah. very
2: essence of our existence, mm-hmm. the family. And it ain't that's always got to be the maternal, you know, the natural family. Right. You know, uh, a family is essentially those who protect you and provide for you until you can do it yourself. Right. That's the purpose of a family, to teach you how to do those things. And once you get to that point in your life, you've done it, I've done it, we leave home. Right. And and, and We're establish live our life.
1: right, establish family for ourselves. Let me get Sister Vi. Yeah, she That's wants error. to get back in here. My my sister, go ahead.
9: Yeah, greetings. Um, I was just listening to the discussion, and uh, I'm not quite understanding. I don't know if the brother did I hear him say that um, women, men are the only ones that make things happen, and women don't. And I was trying to clarify that and see what you thought of that, but I know that um, you know we 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 have to have love and unity for ourselves, and uh, you know I. Well, let me say this, sister. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things work.
1: Well,
9: let me know, say this: you know, from together. an African
1: from a African perspective, we need each other, so it's not. We that need that, each other. But, that's, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah, but, but but you know, men lead. Not that women right. follow. Not that women follow. Men lead in with support of the women. And vice versa. Because I've vice said versa. before, I remember uh, when there was some leadership in Milwaukee. Right. And I said, to, uh-huh. I said at a conference, I, said, I support the women leading the NACP and another group. I support their leadership. It's not that we always have to have men at the leadership, but let's be real. Let's be real. The reason why our situation is the way it is because Caucasians don't want black male leaders. They're afraid. They're intimidated. They ain't intimidated by a sister. That's why there a lot of sisters are in positions where men should be, and men are not. That's what they're
9: catching hell too, brother. They're catching hell too. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, yeah. You know, there's, there's a sister named Fabia Kujitagalia, and she's an artist. Uh-huh. Just, I just, I just want to read one little thing. Uh, Go ahead. About a uh, that she wrote is called "Warriors." Uh, Warriors welcome, and uh, you know it's called "Welcome Home." And she said, "Remnants of broken families, broken spirits, broken dreams, broken backs from sun up to sundown, broken necks from inside jail cells, damned us to a living hell." But I clearly understood. I surfaced all my inner strength as only a black woman could. I eternalized the womb. Of mother of Frederick Douglass, I conceptualized the spirit Of Mrs. Marcus Garvey I became the love shocker cuddles As sojourner I too stepped into the light of the truth Through Harriet Tubman's Underground Railroad I rode down the Nile The Niger Comprehended Queen Candace And Zinga Queen Head Substance, Nefertari. I brought back with me the blues And sold the Bessie and Billy No more strange fruit Bitter leaves Black bodies hanging from limbs of trees. Goodbye to Hardick. We can put the blues on the run. It's just come home. Come home, all you makers of Malcolm, all you men of Hannibal, all you sons of King. I know you have Matt of dreams. Black men say you're tired of white side, three-piece suits, stiff collars and ties. Black men say you're tired. Say you're coming home to stay.
1: I say. I say, my I sister. I
9: say. I say. I, I say. say. I say oh. So let us come together, black yeah. man and woman. We need you know, that if we don't all the time. How be- we promote
1: yeah. that? We need that. I'm okay, saying. but once again, although sister, let me say this. Let me say this. Don't be too sensitive, because everybody I, I, that I know that comes on this program. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, okay. no. Please, please, don't be too sensitive, because I know that the people who who, who listen to this program, at least I hope, if if, if I'm <laughs> rescue me if I'm wrong, understand the need for each other, understand the complementarity of a brother and a sister.
10: Yes. That's right. Okay.
1: All right. Let me let me let me let me let me, let me, let me get six four six in here. Six four six. Good afternoon.
10: Hey, Oshie, hey. you got some, you got some Urugul
1: sexist talk going on, my brother. What's going on? <laughs> no, nah, we ain't What's got What's going on? No, Jay, we ain't nah, got I'm that here. going on You're here. here. Uh-uh, that ain't happening, no. brother. No, sir.
10: Yeah. No, listen, I just got an opportunity to tune in, so I didn't know
1: if you had a guest on or not. No, uh-uh, no, we have a kind of like an open mic, uh, talking about. Okay, okay. played a number of what, things. What? What? what, what Jay, what hold on. What's
10: Some um, shenanigans with the cracker now. What, what is he? What no, is he no, not No, what we we're
1: talking about. What we we're talking about, pretty much, uh, that that Africa is waking up. That Africa's calling it. You know, calling France, calling other entities, Niger, and so forth. We're, they're, they're waking up, but. That needs to be a concerted effort. It needs to be a unified effort. It's not just Niger. It's not just Gabon. It's not just, it needs to be the whole of Africa. It needs to come together and look at the dynamics of, of what has happened based upon uh, white supremacy, if you want to use that word. And that is still no happening, that is still happening on the continent and the continent's resources and so forth. So that's what we're talking about. You know, well, you know, they're
10: going to do everything in their power to make it to where as um, France still has a stronghold on the continent. It's just up to the brothers and sisters, to be honest, to fight back. I mean, there's there's nothing really more that can be said. They have to stand up and collectively Come together and get that monkey off their back. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the reality, yeah. man. All the, all, everything else is just talk, man. Yeah, it, because, it is.
1: Here's an example, you Jay. Know, Here's an example. Uh, Macron, um, in the piece I played earlier, they talked about Chirac, another f- French leader, you know, saying that uh, Africa is beneficial to the development of France. And if it wasn't for Africa, Africa would be a shithole country. But here's Chirac apologizing to the various countries that they still colonize on the continent. But one thing that he did not say, and, and Brother Irv pointed this out when, when I played it, that he didn't say what we're going to do. I just apologize. I ain't, I ain't talking about any restitution. I ain't talking about any reparations. I ain't talking about any fair. I ain't, I ain't, even, I ain't even talking about leaving. I'm just apologizing. You know, you like that apology.
10: So he feels as though
1: he feels as though that's significant. That's, that's, that's sufficient. That's sufficient. That's you enough. You
10: know what I mean? I yeah. mean, if you if you as an African people deem that to be sufficient and continue to do business with them, then the reality is you get what you what you deserve, man. I mean, the point is that in every revolution and every freedom fight. They take sacrifice and in sacrifice, there's casualties. So at this stage of the game, there's going to be a lot of casualties that African people have to accept in order to move forward. Because in all truthfulness, if we don't get this monkey off our back, we ain't never going to get them off our back.
1: No, I, I understand. And we have to do it by any means necessary. The bottom line is the only way I, f- I feel and rescue me if I'm wrong, to get these sons of bitches off our back and get them out of Africa is to unite. We're not 54 separate sovereign countries. Ain't a damn, ain't no damn sovereignty happening. Many of these are neo-colonialists. Many of these is despots. Many of these organizations and countries are beholding. No. Well, when when you say unite,
10: which I agree with, the thing is, how do you put forward that narrative to other African nations to get them to understand that there needs to be a united front? The question always boils down to other African nations is how do they benefit from uniting right. with um, other Africans? Right. And the and, thing is, we do not, we do not um, express it on the level in which we should in regards to getting um, our people to take a step back and to analyze the situation. Me, and then from that analysis, move
1: forward as a one. Okay, so, and, and let me just I say mean, this, hey, Jay. Man, let, me, let me say this, Jay. I think the main problem is fear because of the centuries of Europeans' dominance, the centuries of Europeans' imposition on Africa and its development has caused a fear in us to let go the cracker, you know, let go Urugu. Mm -hmm. It's caused a fear in us and particularly in its leadership. The leadership that you see on the continent has been European-trained. They went to school in in, in England, particularly, or, or in Europe, particularly in England. They went to school in the United States, which is the same thing. Europeans are Europeans, whether they're in Australia, here, or any damn place else, Canada, any damn place else, they are. They're the same damn people. Selfish, greedy, undermining, backstabbing, lying. The same damn people. But yet, we... Our leadership has been bought and sold when you have when you have the the leadership that you see all the time that you make comments about uh um brother Jay like a al sharpton there's probably there's there there's there's some serious good hardcore
0: uh, yeah, sorry leadership. About
1: that, huh my phone dropped oh okay okay yeah but i
4: mean
1: hold on hold on hold by- by- on oh, yeah, yeah. Mother ocean. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Earth. We
4: don't have to rein. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. I, I Martin Luther King got a quarter of a million people to come to Washington D.C. scared to death, thought they were going to be killed, shot, put in jail, and, and they came. But they overcame their fear. They overcame their fear for because they wanted to see justice. They never saw it. But they weren't afraid to come. And we as Africans have to overcome the fear. And that's what's happening in the United States, Jay. That's why we're not doing what we're doing. Because at, Baba Oshie is exactly correct. We are afraid of Urugu. We're afraid to lose our car, our house, our comfortability. Because they already took your God. They took your language. They took your culture. Because they're culture vultures. And you know that. Hey, so we have to family, so my we brother. Get that's the fear, I'm gonna stop
1: after that. Thank you. <laughs> right on, Irv.
0: No, you're <laughs> yeah, I,
10: mean, right. I mean fear is a fear. Fear, like they say, once you conquer fear, you can achieve anything. Right. And unfortunately, we don't we don't teach that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We don't right. teach how to control fear, how to accept fear, how to manage fear, and things of that nature. I mean that that that's what made. Um, Mike Tyson, a great fighter early in his career after, you know, he hooked up with Don King and, um, yeah. you know, he.
1: Yeah, Don King was his great. demise. <laughs> yeah,
10: I mean, nobody yeah. nobody I mean, I, wants to admit that. The truth for the matter, most boxing people and all of the boxing people that I ever talked to, told me the only person or only boxer that came out ahead in dealing with Don King was Larry Holmes because Larry Holmes realized that he was gonna be raw yeah. but that he was gonna deal on the level that what he took it, he was gonna take care of it and invest it properly. Right. And he didn't have a lot of credit to him.
1: No, I mean, no, then, there's there's no the, doubt about it. The, I agree with that. The only
0: boxer. Yeah,
10: he's the only boxer that I know of that that um, dealt that, that deal with Don King. Game. Yeah, well, with Don King, mm-hmm. only one. I mean, in, in in the show, the viciousness that nobody really talks about, in the control of Don King and what he did
1: to Mike Tyson. What he, did, terrible, what, what he in, did to terrible in end What he did to terrible Tim Witherspoon and many other boxers. Oh, well, That's why I agree with you in that respect. But by the same but token, what he, did to Mike Tyson, what he did to Mike Tyson
10: was extremely vicious.
0: Mm-hmm.
10: He got Mike Tyson a tax lawyer to do his case instead of a criminal lawyer
1: to do his case. That was which mean the rape case the the rape case in Indiana? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well. Well, listen man, we got to get ready to go, Jay. Lawyer. Uh, we got to get we got to get ready to go, man.
10: Okay, you don't want the daddy man you. <laughs> Stop it. The Overseer, the Overseer being the head whipple. You know. <laughs> that ain't nothing. <that's> <laughs>
1: Well, well, listen, man. Next Jones, next, Friday, next Friday, next Friday, we. Yeah, I'll, I'll be <laughs> a, I'll be in Mississippi next Friday. <laughs> with, with with Brother Elliot with and Brother Richard. With the, with <laughs> when All is right.
10: Baroudi coming
1: on? Oh well, that's a good question. And and uh, his book is done. Higher ground. He he sent it to me. I thanked Baba Barudi. I gave him a call. Didn't talk to him. Uh, talk to Mama Eniya. I will uh, talk to him soon to find out when's going to be a, you know, because he had a date set, but unfortunately it, it couldn't happen and he apologized. Yeah, deeply. I know. Yeah. I look forward to it too. But it's going to happen, Jay. It's going to happen soon. I know it. it
10: is.
1: You know it. Well, it
10: man, get off the air because you don't want the head whipper up mad at you when <laughs> y'all greet each other on Friday. You know what I
1: mean? All right, Jay. Take care, man. All right, family. I love y'all, man. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in. If you can get others to do so, appreciate it. because, You know, the bottom line to this program is that we're all about independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for African people. The motto of this program is Pan-Africanism or perish, unify or die. Brothers and sisters, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko, the most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M I N D, but the M I N E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure in the hell don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shim Hotel, that means go in peace. A Sante Sana. Means thank you. Be beefier. Before the means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. You take care. Hope to see you on Friday. Peace.